0: Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Monday, May 16th, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, President Joe Biden is headed to Buffalo and there could be some action in Congress on a domestic terrorism bill after the horrific shooting of 13 people in a racist attack. Number two, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell's reaction on more Ukraine funding after a visit over the weekend to Kev. And number three, Senator Chris Van Hollen had a stroke. All right, Jake, let's get into it. The big story that is going to be dominating the week, of course, is the fallout from this horrific attack in Buffalo where 13 people were shot. Uh, The president is headed there this week, and we also could be seeing some action on this a domestic terrorism bill that, uh, was shelved in the house over some, uh, issues by the squad.
1: Yeah. You know, the, uh, this is a, a truism. Every time there's a tragedy, uh, anywhere in America, whether it's, uh, uh, any kind of attack, any t- kind of gun attack or whatever, there's always an inclination to, legislate uh, um, uh, to c- try to cure the problem um you know usually it's it's there's a push for gun control but there's no chance that gun control will pass this Congress um, new restrictions on guns are basically a non-starter um uh, Chris Murphy and we note this in the in the morning edition Chris Murphy kind of said that uh, in on MSNBC yesterday. Uh, the domestic terrorism bill, as you said, was shelved um, after some problems with that the squad had with it. Uh, that could who knows that could come back. This is a moment where you would have to imagine that could come back up for a vote. Um, uh, but they had they had some serious problems. I mean, we've written a lot about it uh, over the last couple months. Um And uh, but again, this is something I would imagine that could come up again uh, this week uh, because Congress, I mean, this is a horrific, horrific uh, tragedy in Buffalo, a racist, motivated attack. um, And Congress is going to want to express itself somehow here. So I just think maybe there's some new urgency around that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think to your point, right, a larger uh, gun control package, um, you know, I don't think this tips the balance uh, in favor of that. However, when it does come to this Domestic Terrorism Prevention Act, it is something to watch. Of course, Um, the other issue, you know, uh, that is going to come up very quickly here is the calendar. uh, Because, the House is in this week, and then they are c- going to be on recess. So um, a House on legislation could slip until the first week of June, according to some aides um, that we talked to. So something to certainly watch. That's one of the number two story of the morning. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell was in Ukraine um, over the weekend and had some uh, some words to say about possible uh, funding for Ukraine and the the efforts that are going on over there to stop Russia's invasion.
1: Yeah, this is a, um, uh, McConnell made a stealth trip, I think we could call it that, with uh, Susan Collins, John Cornyn, yeah. and John Barrasso. Uh, I will note that Cornyn and Barrasso could be the next Senate majority leader if, when Mitch McConnell, or Senate Republican leader when Mitch McConnell uh retires at some point in the future although we we are um uh supposed to say that we have no idea when he's going to retire because we don't um but Uh, supposed to say we do say (laughs) yes we have to add we must add and we did add um and uh uh, also what i who was one notable person not on the trip was John Thune. I don't know why, but um, maybe having the top two Republican leaders there was a bit too much for the security apparatus in, in Congress. Um, but listen, this this came at a, a very opportune time, I would say, um, uh, mostly because the Senate is considering uh, this $40 billion aid package that McConnell has been has been uh, uh, pushing for the last couple of, of days. Uh, the the bill hit a snag when McConnell's Kentucky colleague Rand Paul wanted to insert language into the base bill, into the actual text of the bill, to um, uh, put an inspector general atop um, the spending in Ukraine. I mean. billion is what Congress has basically spent in Ukraine in the last couple of, you know, months. It's a ton of money, just an absolute massive, massive amount of money. Uh, that, the Democratic leadership and McConnell basically did not, or basically the Democratic leadership did not want that Inspector General language in there. So Schumer had to file cloture to break the Republican filibuster. We expect a vote on this package will be at some point Wednesday-ish would be my guess. Um, And uh, so, I mean, listen, it was an important trip for McConnell to make to show Republicans are obviously for Ukraine and for Ukraine funding and the continued U.S. involvement at least monetarily in Ukraine. Uh, McConnell made that point to Zelensky. He did a conference call with reporters yesterday from Sweden. Uh, I guess that was a stopover from Kiev. And um, so that's going to all go down this week. The funding is going to get through this week. Just uh, important to note that the COVID aid package that that the president wants and that Democratic leadership wants is nowhere at the moment. So uh, uh, that is uh, that is the status of that.
0: I want to say one thing, though, because I think it's, yes, uh, McConnell is certainly fueling the fire and defending uh, the need for Republicans to be supportive of Ukraine. But um, there is opposition that people should be taking note of, and it's largely being fueled by former President Donald Trump, um, you know, about kind of continuing to send money to Ukraine. Fifty seven House Republicans voted against that bill last week, Jake, and several GOP Senate candidates, Adam Laxalt in Nevada, J.D. Vance in Ohio, Kathy Barnett in Pennsylvania have come out against the funding. So, you know, as much as this package looks like it's going to get through, there was that hiccup. By Rand Paul, that there is not everybody is is going to be on in support of continuing to spend just the 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 amount of money that that we are currently putting towards this effort in Ukraine. So I just think it's worth noting because this could become an issue for certainly the president, but also it could become an issue in Congress if they continue to feel like there's more and more. Uh, money that's needed, more financing that's needed. If they can't really make the case there,
1: yeah, um, that's true. And Paul Kane of the Washington Post had an interesting col- uh, column this weekend about that. Um, uh, just the growing opposition to Ukraine funding in the GOP, and and listen, people make the point um, that this is like we're spending, you know. We're getting into the territory of the kind of money that we used to appropriate for for emergency packages for Iraq and for Afghanistan. Uh, Obviously, it's a completely different situation because we have no soldiers on the ground in Ukraine, and the president has suggested, has promised that there won't be any... We won't have a a presence on the ground in Ukraine, but we will continue to spend money. So it's a a horse of a different color, so to speak. But, you know, this is going to be this is one of the major storylines right now uh, of this Congress and of the near future is just the aggression in Ukraine, uh, the Russian aggression in Ukraine and what the U.S. is going to do about it. And and it's just at this point, the checkbook is wide open. All
0: right, let's go to the number three story of the morning. Um. Another senator having a health incident this time, Senator Chris Van Hollen, the Democrat from Maryland, someone we both know really well, Jake, even from his time in the House. He announced on Sunday that he had suffered a mild stroke. However, he said he hopes to be back in the Senate later this week. Just another, though, just real touchstone moment of how tight this 50-50 Senate is, when any one senator has a a personal issue
1: that's right um on the other hand in addition uh john fetterman the democratic lieutenant governor of pennsylvania is running for the senate also had a stroke uh you know um ben ray lujan democrat of new mexico had a very serious stroke a couple months ago um and uh is now fully recovered Uh, it's scary stuff i mean i i don't i'm not a stroke expert but i mean this is very scary stuff um and yes it does highlight this 50 50 senate when one when one vote is down if something doesn't have wide bipartisan support then they have to shelve it for the moment uh and i think that's going to happen this week we wish both a speedy recovery and with that
0: thank you so much for listening leave us a rating and review you can also subscribe to punchbowl news at punchbowl.news have a great day and stay safe